I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. If you've not been here before, did you know there's heaps of episodes? So many. Just hit like or subscribe and you can listen to them all. All of them. The world has gotten even stranger. And you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A wearing a spangly outfit and B not of use? You people are so petty. Sir? Please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Bing, bang, bong. Ding, dang, dong. Sing, sang, song. Welcome to Simply <laughs> Marvelous. The podcast that talks about the movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Kyron Weefley. Wow, Kyron's <laughs> been alone for a little while. Kyron's in a fun mood. Yes! Ooh, that's the first people I've spoken to today. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Reese Nicholson. My name's George Mooney. And today we'll be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> the white Anglo-Saxon person. <laughs> <laughs> What does it is, it? is that what it stands for? White Anglo-Saxon person? Oh, it might be something. Yeah. It might not be person. It might be. I think it's. Isn't it wealthy? I isn't it wealthy that. Anglo-Saxon? I'm not sure. <laughs> Hit the track. <laughs> there we go. I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most, they pay the price. Maybe you just need someone watching your back, like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings and blasters. Racy, what's this one about? In a world where if you haven't watched all the other Marvel movies, you won't understand a lot of the several <laughs> plots going on here. <laughs> Seriously, I kind of found this hard. Luckily... We've watched them all. (laughs) I think we all understand the rules of this part of the podcast, (laughs) Karen. 
back to Reef. Mm. Seriously, I kind of found this hard. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, this is your bit. Seriously, I found this kind of hard to follow. He doesn't like to be interrupted. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oh, it's a rocky start, Kyron. Ooh. And you're on thin ice, okay, as moderator. <laughs> you're lucky I've had a couple of my weekend waters, <laughs> so we're going to be all right. Can you hurry up and do the plot, please? Oh, God. I don't like it when mum and dad fight. Georgia, we we are dad oh. and dad. I don't know how many times we can Sorry. explain this to Sorry. you. It's In a lot of ways, I am... Call us dad and In dad. In a lot of ways, I am kind of mum. Um... <laughs> Can someone explain to me what an accord is? Not the way you think. <sighs> is there a way to mute? <clears throat> While we see digital de-aging for Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas, we also get to see Paul Rudd's face and body actually defy time. He was 50 in this movie. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I've definitely got to a point in my life where I find Paul Rudd so, so much more hot than any of the other superheroes. It's not like one of those daddy type things. That's more of a Catherine Zeta-Jones vibe. I, I, I just genuinely think we would have a nice life together. Like if Kyron died in an accident where he did not suffer, I'd be very sad for quite a while, but then I'd put all my money and resources into breaking up Paul Rudd's long-time marriage to a woman called Julie and convincing him we should be together. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that might be the end of the episode today. <laughs> I just, I guess the rhythm of that would have worked a lot better if um, it was just kind of <laughs> let, let through. There would have been like a... I think we got to have both. Would, I think we got to have a... Oh, no, there would have been a build to there. it probably. Like, like, you know, when I wrote it, I probably built it in a way that it kind of built up pace. Anyways, it's fine. I'm sure it'll... No, I think it was fine. I think we got a bit of that. And we also got a bit of the other oh, stuff. No, well. no, I think... Um, <laughs> no, I think people listening to this will feel the same frustration. Anyways, it's fine. It's fine. We'll move on. We'll move on. So immediately watching Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm thinking... Because what yes, I was feeling about it... Um, someone someone help me. Sorry, hang on. Let me start again. So immediately I'm like, yes, watching Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let's bring back your mother uh, from a molecule in a quantum. I thought you were going to cut me off again. No, I know when a joke's done. <laughs> It, it's, it does sort of set it up. This is going to be a bit of a needle in a haystack, this movie, isn't it? Because we are looking for someone <laughs> in the know. quantum realm. And aren't, aren't, aren't they just happy to throw out the word quantum realm and for us? And we just accept that now. <laughs> and she's been there for 30 years. Like, shouldn't, wouldn't she just be a shriveled little sea monkey by now? Like, I don't and, well, yeah, what's she eaten? Yeah, exactly. She's just in a rainbow slime world. Or she could be hanging out with, like, Matthew McConaughey, just, like, um, fiddling with clocks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Is that Interstellar? Is that where that happens? Yeah. Yeah. But this movie is quite different because there's absolutely nothing about saving the world. It's really just going to rescue someone's mum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's that release thing, isn't it? Like, you know, because the next movie is is Miss... um, I I always want to say Miss Maisel because it's a TV show that I like, but um, no, (laughs) it's it's Captain Marvel. That would be such a surprise (laughs) twist if it turned into Miss Maisel next. I mean, it's probably they put just as much money into the uh, set design. I did like this though. Like, I think it some of the standalone movies you can just hop into, mm. and it helps if you understand mm. the other things. This isn't a sequel to Ant Man. I think that's yeah. the thing. This is a sequel to Avengers, not the war, um, Civil War, because it's all about him yeah. having house arrest after being in the fight at the airport in Germany and blah blah. blah. Like, if you don't know all of that, you're not mm. going to have any fucking idea what this is. 
And I struggled yeah. having seen all of that as well to yeah. remember what what <laughs> had gone very recently, what had gone on at the la- end of the last Ant Man, and also the last time we saw Ant Man in something else, and why everyone was so cross with him. Yeah, yeah. Do you think maybe they made it specific, like knowing, look, this is Ant Man and the Wasp. The only people who are going to go out to see this are going to be the like deep fans. Like this isn't the one for everyone. Then why would you cast Paul Rudd? You know, mm. or spend that much money on making the movie? Truly though, <laughs> truly though, I find him so hot. But he's inside for two years. Like we're mm. we're all finding our lockdowns difficult, but two years is a substantial amount of time. And the wor- for him, it's even worse because the world is still happening. <laughs> like for us in Quite lockdown, the world, way. the rest of the world stopped. Yeah. And yeah, for him, it's imagine like being in lockdown waiting for your Uber Eats and like a fucking alien's turned up and you can't go look at it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then he starts doing origami. <laughs> I know. He did some karaoke, mm-hmm. set up an indoor basketball. He's playing the station. drums. He's playing the drums. Reese, you're currently in a three-day lockdown. Mm-hmm. I have. Imagine if suddenly I just did like some close-up magic. Um, <laughs> does he do origami? Because origami into yeah. karaoke is like a a white guy with a a white guy with a ponytail. <laughs> Maybe he's the wasp. <laughs> yeah. My lockdown. I'm in Auckland at the moment. Uh, had to cancel shows. Mm. It's. I've gotten to a point in my life where I would have been like, oh no, like it's. I'm just dead to. I'm dead <laughs> to lockdowns. Like it's kind of. Yeah. I think that's how Melbourne Melbourne's in a five day lockdown right now as well, and the same vibe I think here. I mean. Mm. Absolutely, we're in a place of privilege and, you know, the last lockdown we went through was pretty uh, detrimental to both my mental health and my uh, wallet. But I'm lucky you're in this situation, there's more work around. So if you are, you know, don't think by me saying, it's fine. If you're going, you might, it might absolutely not be fine for you. But for me, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know, It's it feels... I think it's numb. It's numb. Yeah. It's kind of a, a light Novocaine vibe to my whole life now. Well, I had to get a COVID test today, so I am actually Your first in one? lockdown as well. <laughs> I think it's my seventh. Really? So I'm still trapped inside. And I, I went to a um, drive-through one and I was like, I don't, Do have I don't have a car. So I was like, maybe I should have a fridge box and just attach some straps. <laughs> Did you just stand between cars <laughs> like it's 3am at McDonald's? <laughs> Making car noises. <laughs> Miming winding down the window. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Good morning, officer. I like in Kyron's mime, you didn't have automatic windows. <laughs> no, she's driving an old VW Beetle. <laughs> Guaranteed. That is the car dream that Georgia has. Imp- it's a it's a classic VW Beetle. Am I right? Yeah, of course. But it, but yeah, being in lockdown, I don't know about you guys, but I watched this yesterday. And there was a little bit of a, you know, sometimes as we started this podcast in deepest, darkest lockdown, and it was kind of Mm. like, Mm. this is just something to do. We've had such a journey. And now, and then it became, let's be honest, at times, the recording of the podcast, never a nuisance, but the actual watching of a film, sometimes (laughs) a bit of a nuisance. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to to keep a a theatre alive through a lockdown at the moment, and I took two hours out to watch (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just, um, like, my night, my work is nighttime and it got cancelled. So it was like, well, now I've got nothing today. So I'll fill in a couple of, and by the way, that day at work was going to be an hour. (laughs) 
after Marvel became a pest, it became a little haven. It was again. my friend again. It, it became <laughs> the wasp to my Ant-Man. <laughs> yep. So he had a dream about seeing the wife of someone he doesn't like very much. Mm. And then three days out from the final day of his house arrest, broke the rules, left home, all because of a dream. Wouldn't he have gone to help in Wakanda? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he was getting those emails. Yeah, I don't think he was on the yeah. call. <laughs> I think he's off the thread. Right. I liked it in this movie because you know how they sh- keep shrinking their little lab. It was the first time that I've been able to use that Zoolander quote and it makes sense. You know, when it's like, what is this, a learning centre for ants? <laughs> <laughs> the real thing needs to be at least three times this size. I just, I love seeing Hank Pym be furious at ants that he is in control of. Like, he wears a little earpiece that makes the ants do things. And he's like, do, he's saying yeah. to one of them, like, no, no, no. I said I needed this thing. And it's like, Can't, you're, you've got the earpiece in. Like, it's your yeah. brainwaves that are making them do this. You made the mistake. Admit it to yourself and stop yelling at this ant. They can't hear. And they are, these ants are just slave labour, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I've started having Avengers-y dreams. Last night I dreamt <laughs> that I was riding a giant slug. And I know that listening to other people's dreams is the worst thing imaginable. So I apologise for this. But I was riding a giant slug and then throwing <laughs> handfuls of slime at people to just... Pew, 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 Blow up the bad guys. See, that that sounds more never-ending story to me than anything else. But you're right. Other people's dreams are boring. <laughs> They're the worst. They're the absolute <laughs> so worst. So, wait, were you shooting slime or, like... I was, like, scooping up the slime off the back of the slug <laughs> into a ball in my hand, like a snowball. But oh. it was shining and green and poisonous, and then I was pegging it at bad guys, and they would blow up. I can actually perfectly see what you were doing. <laughs> see, quite yeah, clear in my mind. You're with me. <laughs> Um, was, was anyone thinking about how big his willy is when he goes big? <laughs> he got hard as well, do you? <laughs> I was thinking like the wasp lady, she could be riding it like Cher in that video. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> this is good because I don't think we had any cum chat in last step. <laughs> how did um, you not think about that? You have Reese's shooketh. <laughs> Well, no, I... You've shocked Reese Nicholson. No, because I suddenly... I, I actually, in theory, think I shooketh myself because in my mind, as soon as you said that, I imagined him standing, like, in the water <laughs> at the end and just jerking off, like, all over the boat. Whoa. Why? Well, because... Why did you Why did you go... Well, because that was the most full-on thing... Jerking off over the boat. I could, that was the most full-on thing I could think of, of, like... <laughs> you had what, to story top it. In your mind, and and if if you're that big and you come, <laughs> does that mean we can see the sperm? Like, would the sperm oh, be like the see. size of a trout? Eels. <laughs> I had a reoccurring dream when I was a teenager that I and I think this had a lot to do with my guilt about sex and masturbating. Um, mm. Not Catholic, just just wrong. Glad that's gone. <laughs> I had a recurring dream where I would come one big sperm. <laughs> And it was really awful and painful as well, and like really, really visceral. It was really, and I used to wake up like, oh! it's sort of like you know, crossing into childbirth, isn't it? In a weird yeah, way. Yeah, I think it was like 
You know that bit in The Matrix, the first movie, where they um, put the thing on his belly and it crawls inside his belly button? Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Hated that. And that was like, as a kid, that was like the worst thing I'd ever seen in the my worst. entire life. And I think that oh. fed into this one giant sperm thing. <laughs> oh, no. Poor baby Reese. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok has a female antagonist. And yeah. so does this. This is the only other movie that has a female antagonist. But I wouldn't really mm. call her an antagonist. Like Ghost, the character... Mm. Yeah, she just doesn't want to die. die. Like it's yeah, not. Yeah, you feel a bit sorry for her. Like it's just someone really struggling, and the mm. and it's almost a bit of a letdown. It's the most letdown I think I've been by the ending of a Marvel movie in a while because the end is <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer gets out, pops her hands <laughs> on her head, and then she's not yeah. a villain anymore. <laughs> yep, she just needed a bit of Reiki. <laughs> I was watching this with my friend Katie Wren. Hi, Katie Wren. And she said, Hi, sometimes you just need a mummy. Yeah. And that was like the moral <laughs> of the story. And sometimes you just need a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting a bit lazy with the names. The next movie to come out next year is called um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> just adding more words from the movie. Oh, yeah. let's go to a theme park. Quantum Mania. <laughs> That's a bit fun. And the next, what's the next Doctor Strange movie called? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> well, they're more sort of comic book names, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that you would that would be on the front. Yeah. Cover. Like of comic it. books usually. True. In those yeah, in the series of like, oh, there's going to be ten issues in this series, mm. you know, in the Multiverse of Madness. But yeah, definitely. But it's it's just kind a bit of more funny. silly and. Pantomime me. I quite like that. There's always a nude scene in the Marvel movies, but I think Paul Rudd got off scot free. Oh my in god! In this one, didn't he? Scot free. Very clever. Because oh, yeah. there's not. I don't, is there a nude scene so much as that scene where? Oh my god! Does he he's not just take in his, shirt his off? underwear and he's sort of toddling off? Yeah, but he's got, still got a shirt on. Still got a shirt on. Still got a shirt on. He's wearing boxes. Maybe there's a thing where Hollywood is like, if you're over fifty, we do not want to see your body. I'm actually a bit grossed out, though, that he's a boxers man. I mean, who wants that lack of support? Ooh, what are you, a madman? Nah. Mm. Your mum's voice in your boyfriend's head could really cause a lot of oh, trauma. Oh, boy. And wouldn't you be annoyed if it worked for you? That would really, that's an issue. If you're suddenly like, uh-oh. Yeah, really the line in that scene. You really know me. Do you know what, though? Kudos to Paul Rudd's acting. Often when that happens, you kind of like, oh, they're kind of playing this, like, almost camp character. Yeah. Weirdly, I don't know if I was just projecting, but I was just like, oh, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Like he kind of, he clearly watched some Michelle Pfeiffer movies or something. Like, I liked it. Yeah, it was my favourite bit. You know what I found interesting is that after 30 years, the first thing she said to her family was, I need to fix the algorithm. Not, it's me. <laughs> I was impressed that she had a, a full a full face of makeup. Yeah. I still don't know. I guess there's just no rules there. You don't need to eat and you don't need to shit. Just licking bits of dust. Spoiler alert. Paul Rudd is stuck in inside the quantum realm at the moment. Spoiler alert. He's going to come out of the quantum realm after no. a bit. <gasps> Phew. And he also seems fine. Foreshadowing. I mean, this whole movie is just prepping ground. It's all leading. It's all just getting Ant-Man inside the quantum realm for later it's, use. Yeah, it's moving it's us along. It's one of the, you know, I think the last standalone that we watched, it was so clearly its own thing. That was Thor, I think. Yeah. And this is just not its own thing at all. It's just, I mean, there is lots of little things though. Like there's, um, mm. and more little kind of things like his daughter, she mentions, oh, I, I wish I could help you. 
in the comic book, she becomes her she's own. She's so nice. She becomes, she's in the Young Avengers in the oh. comic books. Wow, there's a kids' academy. Yes. Whoa, Mini Mouse Club. Are you hoping to join, Georgia? Mini Marvel Club. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But this whole movie could basically just have been that mid-credits scene where they put Ant-Man in the quantum realm. Yeah. But you see a lot of San Francisco. It's a lovely city. Mm-hmm. Lots of hills. Um, Get the tour. Yep. They spend a lot of time running around in that Leonardo DiCaprio disguise with just the cap and aviators. And that's a reference. That's a little joke, I think. I think. I might be reading it wrong, but I think... Oh, to Leo. Like in Captain America, he's wearing a cap and yeah. sunglasses to hide. And it just covers, yeah, the most famous person in the world. Yeah. yeah. And I think... I think, yeah, I, I think similar tone to... Is tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, similar tone to... It's a rim job. Similar tone to... <laughs> tongue-in-bum. Tongue-in-bum. It's a, it's a tongue-in-bum joke. <laughs> Fun things as well, and I don't know if this is help. You never know if this is helpful or not helpful for feminism. So the character of Ghost is usually, <laughs> Go a, on. Is usually a man. Oh, oh. But they've made it into right. a woman, which is yeah. like, oh, good, that's more female representation in these comic book movies. But uh, she yes. is the villain. So it's like, oh, could we have not gender-swapped anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Who's to say? And we're at bang, 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 pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Not really. It's one of the least violent ones, I think. Yeah, because mm. they're just trying to deal with technical problems getting into space, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a sort of NASA control room movie. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And none of the ants have guns. Well, I think it's a trope, and I do love it, though, is um, Big Fight in Small Kitchen. Yeah, love that. Shall we put that on our list? <laughs> big Fight, Small Kitchen. <laughs> love that. But you know what I mean? That often happens in things. <laughs> Series two. Because you've got people grabbing sauce. The sound of a knife hitting a saucepan. There's a particular noise. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino loves them. Like, there's lots of... Yeah, there's a lot of potential weapons in the kitchen. Mm. I love when the salt shaker gets really big. Yeah. The salt shaker gets big. They do a bit of that, don't they? The Pez dispenser gets yeah, big. Yeah, I like that stuff. Or when funny things get tiny, yeah. like the tiny cars in the little box. Yeah. Well, in the I last like one, they did a train heist yeah. movie mm. on a small level. This time they did like a, a car chase on a small level. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a, I might be yeah. wrong, but I feel like that's a thing they're purposely doing every movie is to make, take a thing that is usually huge, but make it small. Yeah. It wasn't as good, but it was still fun. The sound of the little car is pretty mm. funny, though. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, any kissing in the quantum realm? Yeah. One kiss in the quantum realm? <laughs> they do, in the slime. All right, let's see what the internet thought. Not Him Me, on the 7th of July 2018, said, It's okay. If you like shallow movies. Oh, burn. But they did after a long review. Say, P.S. Amazing FBI work right here. It was so realistic. 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. So someone with a close and deep understanding of <laughs> the realities of the FBI. Yeah. Leaving a middling <laughs> IMDB review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Little Mankazoo. Yes. Oh. Flat. 3 out of 10. It is. A, I agree, though. It is a bit flat. Like, I think that's maybe what it is. Yeah. Like, it's a... I didn't not have fun. Well, see if you agree with this. This is the first Marvel film I can undoubtedly say I thought was bad. Very bad, as a matter of fact. Oh, no. Oh, then you haven't seen many of the Marvel films. <laughs> 
Well, Manu234, who can only assume is the Manu that we all know and love, absolutely said, 10 out of 10, thumbs up, loved everything about this movie. Oh, there you go. This movie was way better than the first part. So, Manu doesn't know his films, but good luck. Are we sure he wasn't talking about a chicken pot pie? (laughs) Yeah, that would be better than the movie. I do like a chicken pot pie. I don't usually like chicken in a pie, but there's something... Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Do you know what should never be in a pie? Fish. Never put fish or seafood in a pie. Oh, I love a fish pie. Absolutely oh. not. Oh, I love it. No. <laughs> Reese, where would you like to put this movie? I'm showing you the lower end of the spectrum because I'm suspecting it's not in the top ten. Look, like, and I want to preface this as well. We're getting, we're getting to the pointy end of the franchise at the moment and I feel like I've weirdly developed higher expectations on them it's not if we had watched this early days it'd be up near the top but we've got thor now yeah he's my new funny man we do um we've got the crown i'm gonna pop it under <laughs> dr strange at um number popping it under dr strange number 18 number 18 which interesting. is interesting 18 that's quite down low well, I had slotted mine in at 17, which was behind Doctor Strange, behind Iron Man 3, but in front of Thor and the Incredible Hulk. On a side note, I also slotted mine in for the first time at around 17. So that's... Um, <laughs> Georgia? <laughs> it's a joke about okay. losing my virginity. <laughs> yeah, slotted yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm going to put mine... Oh, it's too... Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Yes, it's getting down there, isn't it? I think mm. I do like, oh, gosh, maybe number 18 as well, just under Civil War and above Thor The Dark World. Yep. Yeah, and The Incredible Hulk, which you didn't like. And Iron Man, the first Marvel movie, still holds the title <laughs> as George's least favourite, <laughs> or indeed worst. I was obviously furious when we started this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you watch again? It's a no from me. Hard no. Probably not, yeah. It's a soft no. It's like, you know. No, if that's coming on the TV, I'm not. I'm switching. Yeah. You'd rather watch the news, Kyron. Yeah, always. Actually, the news is not such a negative. It doesn't have the same negative connotations as it does when you're 10 and your dad wants to watch the news. You're like, fuck. There's well, remember, nothing worse than the news. Particularly for an Australian around our age. Remember the horror of the 6 <laughs> o'clock ABC News coming after... <laughs> It was just like, well, this is the end, like ABC, ABC Kids. Kids. And you knew yeah. it was the end when you suddenly got some like adult news. You're like, uh-oh. The only other deeply upsetting feeling of that nature I had was when MASH was on instead of the Brady Bunch. Oh, yes, like, yes, oh, yes. Fucking <laughs> I remember thinking during MASH, it was like, they've got this audience laughing, but what could they possibly be laughing at? <laughs> Marsha, Marsha. There are three... Movies left. Holy smokes. What are we going to do? Yeah, but they're still making more. Like, yeah. Well, they're making them, yeah. Well, our episodes won't be weekly. They'll be biannual. <laughs> yeah. Probably for the best. Finally, some representation. <laughs> I love a biannual film. <laughs> I'm biannual curious. I guess we'll move on to um, something else. The rest of the crowd. Some sort of franchise. Um, something. Well, we've got Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man... Far from home. Cool. Left to watch. There's some goodies. They're goodies. Um, and then that I think is the end of the first season. 
of Simply Marvelous. Oh, my God. So three more episodes, perhaps a live one, up to you, tweeters. <laughs> and um, not a bad idea. If you, are, if you are in Melbourne and would come to that, maybe... Maybe tweet that. Maybe tweet us with... Um, God, we give them a lot of work, li- don't we? <laughs> I listen and I buy tickets to live shows. If you tweet us with, I listen... If enough people tweet us with, I listen and I buy tickets to live shows, maybe we'll do one. If around about 120 of you... That's our commitment. Cast iron guarantee. We've got to be able to feel Sydney my music bowl. Yeah. Because it's the only venue that's open. <laughs> or yeah. just Sydney Meyer. <laughs> yeah, We're having okay. a live podcast at the George Street Meyer. <laughs> yeah. That's it for Simply Marvellous. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Held that in that whole time. Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe, please. I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger. If you iTunes. like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, YouTunes, <laughs> we all tunes for iTunes. Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as well. and review. You can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving a review of what you think of this show. What fine company to be in. It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute. If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually, Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.